Welcome to Conversations with Mayi Lenz. That's me. I'm your host, a photographer obsessed with helping women lead unapologetically. On this show, you will hear not only from me, but from other amazing women who inspire me and are making a difference in the community. What does that mean, leading unapologetically? To me, it's leading from a place of authenticity without apologies. In other words, not seeking approval for being yourself, what you care for, and value. My goal with this podcast is to inspire and help women develop powerful confidence in themselves and recognize the value we bring to the community and the world as a whole. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom, entrepreneur, pursuing a career, or growing your business, we are here to build each other up. Let's learn and grow together. Hello and welcome to Conversations with My Lens, the show that empowers women to lead unapologetic. I'm your host, My Lens, and today we're going to be talking about the innovative approach that high idea generating women use to stop self-doubt and procrastination for good with Fabienne Fredrickson. She is the founder of the Leverage Business Program at Bold Heart, which is also the name of her book, which I'm currently reading, The Leverage Business, How to Go from Overwhelm at Six Figures to Seven Figures with um, and Get Your Life Back. <laughs> it is awesome. I will highly recommend this book. Hi, Fabian. Thanks so much for joining us. Hi, Mai. I'm so happy to be here with you. I love being in your energy. Thank you. Your company was named one of America's fastest growing private companies for three consecutive years by Inc. Magazine. Yes. But before we dive in with some of the strategies that you cover in your book and your programs, can you tell the audience a little bit about your background? Because a lot of people in my audience that haven't reached the six figures yet yes. may feel that you're way too advanced in their business, in your business to help them. And I want them to know uh, what's possible and to keep an open heart and an open mind and not get discouraged because you were once in our shoes totally, <laughs> and you have helped so many solo business owners who have maybe small to no team Skelter business. Mm -hmm. The floor is yours, Fabian. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> well, so I was in corporate living and working in Manhattan for eight years. And I have to tell you, it was... I loved the what I was working on, but it was dreadful for me to um, be self, not be self-employed. I realized I was unemployable. And so in 1999, <laughs> 21 years ago, which seems like so long, I, I took the great leap of faith and I quit my corporate job to go full-time being self-employed. And I was like, if I can just make 65,000 a year, which is what I last made at my job selling ad, uh, ad space for Food and Wine magazine. If I could just make that being self-employed, I'd be so happy. I'd have freedom. I'd have fulfillment. And that's not what happened right away. I mean, yeah, I got 
a bunch of new clients, three or four, mostly from friends um, who wanted nutrition advice because that was my first business, but I didn't have enough clients. Mm. I didn't have enough clients to pay my rent. I didn't have enough clients to live. And um, it was basically like figure this out or go back to living that soul sucking existence of, you know, working for somebody else. And, um, I had to figure it out cause it was not, it was not going to work. And so, um, what I did was I needed to figure out how to get clients. Um, I was good at what I was doing, but it just, the word wasn't happening, spreading fast enough. And, um, I basically just kind of looked around and saw what can I get for free in terms of business advice <laughs> and everything I tried, not everything worked my, some things worked and, and I was like, Oh, that's awesome. I'll put it into this imaginary, this works box. Got to do that again. Cause this works. And a lot of things didn't work. And to be honest is because, um, I think it was being taught by like people with a very strong masculine energy. And mm. I, I'm a woman. I, I, I'm a feminine woman. I'm powerful, but I'm feminine. And all the, that way of bro marketing, bro selling, bro networking. I love the men, but I don't want to, it, it didn't connect with who I was and what was going to work. So I was avoiding marketing and sales. And so all those things never got into this, you know, this works box. But after a while, I kept doing all the things that worked. And I had created a client attraction system for myself. And I filled my practice in eight months to full capacity using the stuff that in this works. And that might not seem like very fast for some people. But if there are some people who 12 years into their business still don't have a full practice and I had created for myself a verifiable, repeatable, predictable process to get clients and make money. And so some people started saying, wait, hey, how did you fill your practice so quickly? And I'd say, I'll tell you, like, come, let's have tea. I'll do, do this, do this. And then they would get clients and then it's like the, the universe, the door of opportunity kept right. you know, knocking in my life. And I stopped being a holistic nutritionist and I became a business coach uh, just almost 20 years ago. And I got it, like it worked. My client attraction system worked. And I teach it now at Bold Heart to people who are not yet at, at uh, 10K a month. So I know that some, some people listening here are not at six figures yet. Um, I have that verifiable, repeatable process. I teach that. I've been teaching it for 20 years. It's amazing. It works. It's guaranteed to work, except I can't say that because my lawyer won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> so this but system will help them. Um, so you have the program that will help that people that are not yet at the six figures get yeah. and yeah. level. Yeah. It's all about the right marketing, authentic marketing, authentic sales, doing it the feminine way. So you actually be, begin to fall in love with marketing and sales because it's essentially a love letter to your clients as opposed to trying to take something and do something to your clients. You're actually loving them so much. Right. I know how crazy that sounds. And then so, like your marketing is a love letter and your sales is a service and, and it's just about creating space and um, a safe space for the person to 
say yes to themselves by working with you. So that's what I teach in, in what's called the growth track, growing yourself to six figures. But going back to, to the story, I filled my practice and now I was married and I had a baby and I got a, you know more new clients. And my husband, who was super supportive, you would love him. He, <laughs> he, he said, um, maybe not so many more clients. We never see you. Oh, wow. I was working evenings, weekends. I could never go on vacation without bringing my laptop and saying like one more email and mommy will be right there. Wow. And um, it, yes, I was at six figures, but I wasn't, I wasn't fulfilled in, the, I was doing great work, but I wasn't fulfilled because I hadn't, I was burning out. Um, and so what I realized at that point, many dark nights of the soul in the course of my business, <laughs> but at that point I needed to figure out a way to make a lot more because I knew I was made for more, yeah. but I, um, but to not sacrifice my life and my freedom. And I, I, I learned how to do it again, same, like, what, what can I do? Learning, like getting information everywhere I could, working with people, hiring coaches, going to programs, which is absolutely necessary. And if one of the things that I can just drop a nugget here, you may have heard it before, but I'll tell you, I've been at multiple million in revenues a year for 14 years. And the number one piece of advice that I would give today so far is to invest in your business. Okay. Invest in your business. It's not a cost. It is literally an investment. There is always an ROI. And the people who, who, who generate a lot of money being self-employed, virtually all of them have gotten past the resistance to investing money in becoming a, a, a more successful business owner. And I know at first you're like, what? How much is this? Are, are you crazy? Yes. I, the same thing happened with me. I was like, they want how much for this mastermind? And I didn't do it. My friend did it. She got to 50K a month. She got to 100K a month. I was resentful until I got over it. I invested in myself, joined the program. And that's when I went to 20K, 50K, etc. But not to extend this <laughs> initial story much, much longer. <laughs> I eventually... Uh, got to a million in 2008 in nine months. And I, I, when people asked me, how did you do it? I reverse engineered everything I did. And I said, it, it comes down to doing eight things. It's not rocket science. It's not third, thinner thighs in 30 days. It takes work. Right. But nobody here is afraid of work or they'd be like clucking in and clucking out of a job. Right. right? So we, we know what hard work is, but most of us are working on the wrong things. If you work on these eight things, right. Not if you prioritizing. Work on these eight things, you can, you, yes, you, I know you may not think that you would ever get to 50K a month, 75,000 a month, 100,000 a month, because you're not maybe making 100,000 a year now. But there's not a single business that cannot get to a million a year 
Yes, you. Yes, even you. Yes, your business. Yes, your industry. Just follow these eight leveraged business steps. And you know what? Like, I'm just, I'm just going to say, invest in a program. It's sometimes really hard to do it on your own for all the different reasons that we could talk about today. <laughs> it, it is. And it's very overwhelming because the DIY approach, it's even, it, it keeps you stuck and procrastinating, which is one of my questions. And you do cover the A um, activators in your book. I cover every single activator in depth. This is not a, I mean, because yeah, you showed me your copy of the book. Yes, I'm like, got, I like, cannot believe how much like it, it's like the whole program here. It's like I'm, I'm like I'm reading, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, she put everything in here. I did. <laughs> I did, and and here's here's for several reasons. One, have you ever read a book and you're like, I can't believe I just wasted my time. Yeah. I wasted all these hours, <laughs> and I didn't actually get anything. So one of the things that I believe in is results in advance. I want to prove to somebody that I'm a woman of integrity. And if you spend any time with me, to the next level. And if it's the book, okay. So the book, you can get it for free or very little. And I want you to be so wowed that you say, wait a minute, I'm getting this much value from the free stuff that she puts out there or the, you know, $14 stuff. Wow. Her program must be insanely good it's it's just a reverse tactic right where you lead with extreme generosity people flock to you yes so, so that's number one and number two it's not about the knowledge because you can go do a google search right now you can read my book you can go do a google search right now you and most people, what's that youtube university youtube university right <laughs> And you're, you're, you will not fully implement it because there will be resistance. Yes. And we can unpack that for the next 15 minutes if you want. There, there, it's not about what you know. It's about what you fully implement. And there is mindset work to be done. There is accountability to be put in place. There is structure for your nature that needs to be in there. You need to be surrounded by mentors who fiercely believe in you, who will not let you um, uh, stop, but who will love you to success. We There's like a, a, a dozens of reasons why most people, especially women, and we can talk about that, um, will not implement on their own. Yes. Yes. And, and this and is why they're not making their own money and lots of it. Yes, and two things that I want to say. First, when you said, um, I'm, I'm just going to second that woman of integrity, a part that you just said about yourself, <laughs> because I went on social media the day that we recorded for the first time, and somehow my recording didn't work. And I'm like here with this amazing woman, you like deliver so much it was, I just felt like crying. I called my husband. I said, I can't make it. Like, I'm trying to look for, and you're back. You're here. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And that tells me that you do 
walk the walk and talk the talk and you do really love helping people. So thank you for that. Now, the DIY part that this is what a lot of people procrastinate. And uh, my next question is, what are some common reasons people procrastinate? And what is one strategy solopreneurs that haven't reached that um, the five figure can apply today? Because it could be overwhelming, like you were saying, with so much information. But maybe just one thing that out of all the strategies that, that you have in your book, and they're like, this book, it's, it's overwhelming. There's a lot of information. Why can they apply today? Just one thing that will build the confidence they need to overcome procrastination and get inspired to take their business to, their, to the next level. Yeah. So the the very first thing is first I'm going to explain why I'm making I'm saying this. Um, the the we entrepreneurs are most of us ninety five percent of us are high idea generators. Okay, we have like ideas all the time. All right, am I right? Like you're smiling. Yes. Oh my god. Dead, right. Right. <laughs> it's overwhelming. <laughs> I've worked with tens of thousands of women, okay, as my clients and customers, 21 years. I know the psyche. I have chills just telling you this. I know the psyche of a woman in business. I know how she's wired. And most of us have no shortage of ideas. We love to start things. We get so excited at the beginning. I know also because I give my clients as part of the leveraged business program or the bold heart business program. I give them assessments to take and 95% of us are wired exactly the same. We're wired to start new things. In fact, the word entrepreneur comes from the verb entreprendre in French, which means to initiate. So we love to initiate projects, initiate campaigns, initiate ideas. And we're also not wired to follow through to completion. Am I right? Yes. But for most of us, yes. And so if you understand that, it's just all about thinking about what do I need to do to finish what I start? And it's a combination of several things. First, the strategy. You need a recipe, okay? If you don't know how to make this very complex dish, you need a recipe that you can trust. But that's not the only thing. You need accountability. Mm. You need, so accountability is outside help to make sure that you get it done and you don't just keep pushing the deadline. I need this too. I'm the same way. Okay. I'm a rebel. I don't want to be told what to do, right? I want to do things when I want to do them, how I want to do them, but that's not great for finishing things. So it's about getting accountability, but I, I also have to share that if your belief system is not in alignment with your big goals. So if you say, oh, I want to make a million dollars in my business, but your belief system says, no, that's not for me. That'll never happen. Not me, not my business, not in my industry, or I don't want to emasculate my husband by making more money, or I'll lose my freedom, or, 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 or 
there is no way that you will actually implement that. So, I mean, there's a thousand reasons, not a thousand, but there's like five or six good reasons why most people don't implement. And one of the most basic ones is because you're not wired to finish things. Right. That being said, you can create structure around you to make sure that you have uh, systems that help you finish what you start. If you were to not learn anything else, and if you were to just go into your business, into your files, into your whatever project management software, and just select all the things that you've started and not finished in the last two years, your six figures is right there. Hmm. You don't even need to implement anything new. Okay. You just need to finish what you start. And so it's about getting accountability, but I want to be very careful about what kind of accountability you need. You need accountability from an intentional community of other entrepreneurs, right. as opposed to accountability from people who are not entrepreneurial. And here's what I mean. Uh, if you're getting accountability or business advice from somebody who's not entrepreneurial or who's not successful at entrepreneurship, the minute it gets hard for you, they will tell you to go get a job. real job, right? Because they don't have the risk tolerance that we have. For them, it's safer to go and work for somebody else. For us, it's a slow death. Okay, so they're going to try to talk us out of it at every speed bump. This is not what you want. You want to be part of a community of other advancing entrepreneurs, ideally women. Why? Because of oxytocin. We can talk about this in a few minutes. You want to be in a community of other women with big dreams, big goals, but that community must be intentional and everybody's got to have skin in the game. What's skin in the game? Money. Remember what I said about investing in yourself, right? The, when you are with people who haven't put money where their goals are, not they'll talk you. themselves out of it. I, you know, I don't feel like it or next week I'll do it. And the deadline keeps moving. But when everybody has skin in the game and the whole game is about everybody winning, not just me reaching my year end goal, but you reaching your year end goal. And then we're going to support Susie and Jane and Frank and Melissa to all reach their goals together. There is something that happens, Mai, that is magical. All of a sudden, you're not alone. All of a sudden, you're not talking yourself out of your big goals because they believe in you. Right. There's no more self-doubt. There's how quickly can we all get this done together? It's a party now. It's a community. It's a family. And the whole idea is that everybody wins this race. And when you have that, there's nothing you can't do. So yes, you asked me for one tip at whatever level, get accountability, but get the right kind of accountability.
yes. with skin in the game if you can. Be very strategic about who you listen to because the quality of your results will be directly correlated to the quality of your peer group, the quality of your mentors. I love it. The quality of the results will be the quality of your mentors. Um, which bring me to the next question. And it's when you're ready to go to the next level on, and this will be hiring a team. And I love the section of your book. Um, Leverage your team. Leveraging your team, especially the number three, where it says, take the leap of faith and hire for, for where you where you're go. going, not yeah. where you are now. And let me tell you that, um, I, I love that because I remember when I started offering hair and makeup to my clients, <laughs> I mean, I love makeup, even though I don't wear much makeup, this wasn't something that I wanted to do. So I was procrastinating all the time. And, and I was like, oh my God, but I have to do the hair and makeup. And what if I messed up? And what if I do this? And so I finally decided uh, to outsource hair and makeup. Because, you know, it was, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, I can do like a little, you know, look pretty, but maybe that's not what they want. And what if they ask me for something that I don't know how to do? <laughs> and what can people do to get unstuck and hire the right person? I think it's getting really clear about first, what is it that you really need? You know, most people are not thinking about what they really need. They are thinking about plugging a hole, right? Like, oh my God, who's the first person with a pulse that I can just put in that position to, to stop the bleeding? When you actually want to get super strategic, because not everybody you hire is wired the same. And a lot of people make the mistake of saying, I want somebody, you know, ask any new entrepreneur, they're going to write a job description and it's going to sound like they're trying to hire themselves. I want somebody who's a self-starter, energetic, and you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, that sounds like you. And you do not need another one of you in your business. You need somebody who finishes what you've started, right? So the whole idea is getting clear of what that position is. Be strategic about using assessments. This is what we teach in our program. How, how you can create an environment, even if it's just one part-time virtual person that's super affordable, you need to be strategic about who you hire because that person will not only make money for your business, it's not a cost. They will make money for the business and they will also take things off your plate, which then means you have time to make money for the business. So when hired strategically and properly, the person you hire will move the business forward and help you make so much more money. And the more people like that you hire, the more you surround yourself with what we call at Boldheart a unique brilliance team where everybody is positioned strategically and perfectly to work within their skill set, their expertise, their unique brilliance. And it's all the stuff you're not brilliant at. Then there's a compound effect that happens in your business where you're all working with like ultra performance. 
Right. And you may not think that this you are cut out at whatever stage, but it starts even when you're barely making 50 a month or 50 a year, right? You can still hire the right people. This is what I did in the beginning where I was barely making 33,000 a year and I hired a first my first part-time very very part-time person and I was able to increase my revenues by um, by a lot at the end of the first year because I could delegate so much. Delegate the things that you hate doing, like your own. It's, it's delegate the things you hate doing, delegate the things you don't have time to do, delegate the things you don't know how to do. Um, yeah, so we'll start with those. Yeah. Don't delegate the things you're not good at at all. Let's talk about money. That is the elephant in the room. And you talk a little bit about the mindset and, and you know, investing in yourself. What are the universal uh, spiritual laws to making good money? And how can we use this in times like this when we feel like there's un yeah. uncertainty? Like people don't know whether what the economy or the government or the politics or so many things going on right now. Can you can you touch a little bit on that? Yeah, I I, I actually have so many things to say about this. Okay. So number one. Being self-employed is the most secure way to make money. And here's why. You are in control of how much you make because you are in control of how much you market. It's very simple. This is what we teach in our growth track that gets you to 10K a month consistently. You want to make more? You simply need to market more. Right? Do right. more marketing. It's that simple, but most people don't know how to market. They don't know which activities they should be doing. They don't know how much to market. They don't market. They don't make marketing a priority because they've been told that marketing is an ugly thing that you do to people, not a loving thing that you do for people. Okay. So you want to make more market more. Okay. So that's one thing that's what puts you in control. So if you understand that no economy, no government, no outside forces actually can tell you how much you can make, it's, you know, what's that saying? If it's to be, it's up to me. You're in total control. Okay. So that money mindset, let's park that there because that's a super big one. The second thing is it's that investing in yourself again, in the sense that if you were to Um, a lot of people say, oh, but I, I, I can't invest that much or I don't have the money right now. But if you were to open a brick and mortar company, you would go to the bank and to buy a building, you would get a loan. But we think, oh, I, I, I don't I don't want to put that in my credit card or whatever. But you would do that. Or when you go and get a college university education, you get a loan. And you understand that that loan might be $250,000, but you're not thinking about making that $250,000 back within the, the first four years. You would see it as a lifelong investment. And that helps you understand that it's, it's, it's part of the game. Part of the game is investing and in your business and making 
decisions to learn the stuff that you don't know that you don't know. And you understand that getting a loan or, you know, whatever is, is part of the deal. So let's move that to the side. Those are two practical ways of looking at investing in your business. Let's go into the more spiritual universal laws of, of abundance when it comes to investing in yourself. Wealth consciousness if you study wealth consciousness the way I've studied wealth consciousness, you'll realize that it comes down to two things. Wealth does not mean that you have money. Well, being wealth conscious is knowing that you can have money anytime you decide. So it's about knowing what to do to get it, what to do to manifest money, attract money, bring money into your life. I don't want to say at a moment's notice, but like within a few days. Okay. And the other thing about wealth consciousness is understanding that you are worthy of money. Mm, that's, a deserving. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big one, right? And t- there's so much programming that happens in our lives that teaches us that money is bad. Rich and successful people are sleazy, inauthentic thieves that um, money doesn't grow on trees. Money is the root of all evil. Yeah. Right. And it's like loving money because it's in the Bible as well. It's loving the money. More more than people, right? More when you, when you love money and it, it takes over your sense of moral and spiritual and the integrity piece that's when it becomes um, really not a good thing in your life. But when you understand that that's not actually how the universe works, the universe says that whatever you feel good about, you attract. Whatever there's vibration, right? So if you say about a, a sports star, oh my God, he just made 140 million, you know, great to be you, but that would never happen to me. Then you're telling the universe that you're not going to, you don't want that because you don't want to be based on your belief systems. You don't want to be that person. But if you realize that if you put out vibrations out into the universe, that you deserve a lot of money, not from an entitled place, but just there's nobody that deserves it more than you or less than you. Okay. And you begin to, it change your ideas around money. Um, there is less resistance to attracting it. So when you play the game of life, the game of money from the, not the, do I deserve it? Fear, you know, and you just like, it's just a game. I'm just going to do what it takes to attract money in my life. It, you don't have to worry about what happens out there. If, if I wanted to today, and you can do the same, I teach a 50 ways to make money exercise. You can go on YouTube and put Fabienne Fredrickson, 50 ways to make money. And you will find the video that I taught for years um, uh, from the stage. You can, you can, within three or four days, generate thousands of dollars. Thousands. And so what I'm trying to get to you to see is that you can afford anything you want to afford right now. 
And the, there's a couple words that need to change in your vocabulary. It's not, I can't afford it. So if, if, you, if you were, uh, you know, on my watch, every time I would catch any of you listening today, <laughs> I would catch you saying, I can't afford it. I said, no, no, no. Turn it around. How can I afford it? And then, so it's just, it's just semantics. If you understand how the brain and the mind works, is there something called the reticular activating system, RAS? And when you tell your brain, I can't afford it, done, it stops looking for it. When you tell your brain, especially before you go to bed, how can I afford this? The RAS goes into action and your brain will not stop looking for the money looking for the opportunities wow. until you reach the money that you seek. And so when you understand the law of attraction, when you understand metaphysics, the quantum field, but you also understand how the brain works and you come from this positive expectation place of I'm finding the money. I'm going to find the money. I'm going to afford that. Anything you want, anything you want is yours. The problem is my, is that most people are waiting for the check to show up in the mail it doesn't work that way. Whether you're religious or not, you got to meet God halfway. Yes. Yes. So you can have the idea. You can have your brain tell you what to do. You can have the 50 ways to make money right now. But if you sit on your sofa going, mm, bring <laughs> me the money and you don't actually get off the sofa and meet God halfway by taking action on the opportunities that are in your life, then you will not make the money. So it goes like this, pray and move your feet. Yes. Pray, the feminine, move your feet, the masculine. Set the intention, ask the divine or the universe or your brain, right? And then act on the opportunities. Exactly. Because if you don't, you can't complain. The oh, money is there. Everywhere. Yeah. Money is everywhere. And you, and you think about it this way. This might sound controversial, and I don't mean it that way, but I'm an immigrant. Okay. In the sense that I came to the US, I didn't know how to speak English, all of that. And I, I oh, wow. know. What's that? Wow. Your English is awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And I adopted um, what I sometimes like to call an immigrant mentality. Mm. Uh, the, the mentality of I will do anything, even if it's out of my, outside of my comfort zone, to get the result I want. There are many immigrants in, all over the world who, who are doing jobs that it's just like they'll do anything. To, to make the money. And I want, I invite people all the time to have more of an, um, a spouse of more of an immigrant mentality of stop, you know, stop saying, oh, this is below, below me or beneath me. Get in action. You want to implement something, get in action. Stop the excuses. Go, go, go. And it is one of the ways that you can fully implement the things that you resist because the result becomes more important. I love it. 
I love it. And it is so true what you said about manifesting and, and taking action, because it's also getting clear about what you want. And, and um, especially if you're in a, I remember when my sister uh, passed away five years ago at the beginning, I was mm -hmm. like, oh my God, God, um, I, I need, I need to work. I need to get out of here. I need to do something. Then opportunities will show up. And I'm like, oh no, but and not today, because you know, today I'm doing this. And I was, so, and I, I had to sit down and because I was manifesting. I'm I'm really good at manifesting things. When I want something, I and 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 it's true what you're saying. Um, but it's when you're confused and when you're in a place of uh, despair, I guess. Um, I, I was asking and I had to sit down and, and say, okay, wait a second, what am I doing? I'm asking for the opportunities, the opportunities are showing up, and then I'm saying, God, wait, wait a second, uh, not today. Not today. So what, what was going on with me was I, I was terrified that if my daughters will call me, that I wasn't available because my sister wasn't available anymore. So I, I was terrified. So it's sitting down and, and manifest and it's also getting clear about what you want and taking action. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> it makes complete sense. It's it's like saying to God, give me the opportunity. And then when God hands you the opportunity or goddess or whatever you want to call right. the, the, the source of creation. And you say, no, thanks. It's like a slap right. in the face. But you asked for this and now you don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so let, let's switch gear a little bit because I, I, I love this question so much uh, because people get so stuck on this and being, um, this is the theme, the, the part of my podcast, it's helping women lead unapologetically. And to me, being unapologetic means being true to who you are and what you believe in. Was there something um, you stopped apologizing for or something that you're going to stop up. I don't think at this level, maybe you're very unapologetic about the things that you want, but what was one thing that you stopped apologizing to level up in your business? I, I, there's countless moments. The, I remember this time when I was on stage in Connecticut at a business conference and you're just, you're starting to get to know me. My, my I'm, I'm a passionate person. I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm emotive and I'm choosing not to say emotional because so many times in my life, friends, people, countless people have said, wow, why are you so emotional? I'm quick to feel things. And so sometimes my eyes well up in tears. Hmm. And I remember being on the stage and I was talking about manifesting um, the life of your dreams through your business and that like everybody in this room deserves it. I had them thinking really, really big. And, and I got, I got tears in my eyes. I wasn't doing the ugly cry that Oprah talks about. I was just, you know, a little, you know, and I heard thereafter that people were, were saying, Oh my God, I can't believe she's crying. This, we're in a business situation. Oh, wow. And, and like, it really hurt me. I allowed it to hurt me until after sitting on this for a few days, like the reason I'm so successful is because I am so in touch with my emotions. I can feel a room. I can feel a conversation. I can feel an individual. And I became 
unapologetic. And I just said, this is who I am. I am powerful and emotive. And this is what makes me successful. There are countless times like that in my life where somebody wanted to put their values on me, you know, put me in a box. And, and I just like, I, I refuse to work 14 hours a day. I refuse to work evenings and weekends. I, I refuse the idea of two vacation weeks per year. I now work three to four hours a day, most days, except for four months a year when I deliver all my programs to my clients. Um, I, I Once I close my laptop down at seven uh, in the evening, I don't go back I don't after putting the kids to bed. It will wait. And I believe in taking 14 to 16 weeks of unplugged, mostly unplugged vacations a year. And some people don't like that. Hmm. This makes me happy. You do you, I'll do me. Yeah, so I love that. One day somebody said, you do you. Don't don't worry about anybody else. You do you. And I'm like, yeah. I love it. I love it. And we can talk forever because you have so much wisdom to help other people. And I can feel your energy. And and I love it, Fabian. Where can people find you and connect with you? Where are you most active? You can find me in a bunch of different places. So the best way to connect is go get all my free stuff on boldheart.com. You'll see at the top of the main page, there is the book. Go to YouTube, Fabian Fredrickson, TED Talk. Go to go to my YouTube channel and just start devouring the the hundreds of videos that I have there. Go to boldheart.com and look at the success stories. Not for me. Do this for you so that you start to believe bigger for yourself. That's a great place to start. That's amazing. Thank you so much for today, Fabian. Thank you too, Mike. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with your friends and family and consider giving us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell us what you think on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at Mayi Lens and on Facebook page, Conversations with Mayi Lens. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time, talk to you soon.